You are listening to the Feminine Flow Podcast, hosted by yours truly, Stina Fey. This is the space for heart-centered entrepreneurs to get inspired, awaken their intuition, and embrace a spiritual approach to their lifestyle, business, and brand. Get ready to flow. So, We have Ashley Dufresne here again for a second time on the Feminine Flow. So excited to have you here. Hey, girl. (laughs) I'm really happy to be here, as usual. (laughs) Yes. I figure we can just, like, let's just, like, open this rabbit hole and just jump in now. I'm all in. I'm I'm all in. (laughs) Yeah, in my last episode, I kind of opened a can of worms talking about – multidimensionality and the different dimensions, all that stuff. So I just knew bringing you on was like the perfect part two to this because for those of you who don't know, Ashley has been like embodying her multidimensionality for like years now. She's been doing this before. It was like a buzzword and she knows her stuff. So I'm excited to see. (laughs) Oh, like what understanding you can help bring to this. I feel like I'm still figuring this out too. So my mm-hmm. first question I have for you is, what does it mean to be a multidimensional channel? Because I know that's – I remember when I first, like, started talking to you, you're like, I'm, I'm a multidimensional channel. And I was like, okay, I don't know what that means, <laughs> but it sounds cool. And then when I worked with you, I was like, oh. But then I still feel like there's layers to this. Yeah, and that's what it is. There's layers to it. And um, so to me, what being a multidimensional channel means is I'm able to tap into and channel a range of beings that exist on many different dimensions that exist from the range of up to 12th dimension. And so when I work with people, when I'm channeling, whether it's like the light code attunements or just if I'm channeling information, I feel like what it feels like to me is like, it's like a floodgate of like, and there's just like a range of councils above me. And they're like, Oh me, Oh me. It's like a panel. I can pick from of like those that want to talk and they're like, okay, well the Arcturians want to talk now. Oh, the Palladians are here. Like, you know, just whomever wants to jump in. And so I work with such a range that, and I, I I, I call it multidimensional because it is like, yeah, I'm working with these many, many dimensional beings, but it's all high vibrational. So it's all high dimensional. So I'm never going to be picking up on or channeling in something of like a lower dimension or like a lower frequency. And so as I'm saying that I'm thinking, Oh, if someone doesn't understand this, they might just think it's like a floodgate for like anything to come through. <laughs> no, I've honed this over the last, like, you know, a couple decades that I, it's very clear and I can really tap into the energy that's coming through and keep it high vibrational. And I, I've been able to identify and know who's coming in. So I know and know what it feels like when I'm channeling in these different beings. Does that make sense? Is that a good description? (laughs) Yes. Yeah. My thing when people are explaining things, I try to picture it. So I'm like visualizing you like moving through the dimensions. How did you start to like conceptualize what was like, how did you like understand like, oh yeah, this is like multiple dimensionals. Yeah. Sounds, sounds like what it is. You know what? I didn't get it. I did not get it at first. I, you know, just, uh, so I had this really weird experience or like, yeah, weird existence where I just, I wasn't one of those people that like dove in and did research and did the courses and did all things. I just, 
had the experiences and then kind of seemed naive as I was talking to people about it. And they're like, oh, that's this thing. And I'm like, I didn't know that. I was just doing it. <laughs> um, <laughs> so when I first started, I, this is hilarious actually. And I first started, I started honing my channel with specific kinds of uh, meditation. So I've always been channeling and for me to really start to hone it and deepen it, it, it was through different practices of meditation and so when I first started, I would call in or I'd go to these different realms and I thought nothing of it. I'm like, oh yeah, I'm just in this like, you know, this place with all these like crystal castles and there's like these light beings. And I thought nothing of like, that they're probably galactic or <laughs> they're probably from a different dimension. I was just like, dude, 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 this is cool. <laughs> they're working on me and they said this and it was awesome. And I just thought nothing. It was like all just like, cool, this is what happened today. <laughs> and so I... <clears throat> didn't really know until I continued to do that work. And then people were like, oh, that's this place, that's this thing. And so through hearing that and through inviting them in, I started to learn how to identify and differentiate these different collectives and these different places I was going to and these different, like, you know, like what it feels like to channel in Archangel Michael versus what it feels like to channel in um, the Pleiadians versus, you know, I don't know, you know what I mean? So yeah. just through the the practice of, of calling them in and communicating with them and channeling the energy, I was able to start just like with practice, with honing, you just know like who's who and what's going on. That's so cool. So when you, when you first started, who were like the first beings that started coming to you? So I first started as a child. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so the first beings that came to me were my guides and mm -hmm. they were pretty strong in my life. Um, them and then I was also a medium. <laughs> so uh, I've learned how to just like kind of not do that because it's just tends to be a little bit low, lower vibrational. But when I was younger, I just didn't know. And so I would be like ghosts would come up to me and I kind of felt like I was this um, light for the flies. <laughs> You know, they're like, oh, this one sees me or oh, this one understands me. I'm going to just flock to her. And so as a kid, I just, that is what I experienced a lot of. Mm -hmm. um, I, I then started working with angels. And I think that they, and I'm not sure if they were angels. They were high vibrational for sure. But I think that just when you're working with a child, you want to come as, as like serene or as peaceful as possible so that they don't like freak out <laughs> and right. like shut you out. And so they came, I don't know who it was, but I worked with a lot of angels, what I'd call them when I was younger, that helped me and guided me and really like counseled me. It was really sweet to have that. That's awesome. How can you um, differentiate when they are high vibration versus low? Oh, Great question. And this actually kind of plays into the multidimensional aspect of our conversation and what we talk about of yeah. what that means is yeah. our being, our physical body is three-dimensional, but we experience multi-dimensions. So we'll never transcend our physical body to a different dimension. Like we're three-dimensional in this body. That's never going to change. But what we are experiencing in our consciousness that's what becomes higher vibrational or higher dimensional. And so when you are channeling or you are experiencing something of a higher dimension, you will feel that within your being, whether it be through emotion, through sensation, or through thought. And it's very distinct. You'll yeah. very, very, you'll feel, it's a very distinct difference between feeling a low vibrational energy and high vibrational energy. Right. And, and, and same with dimension. So, 
I kind of use them interchangeably when it comes to channeling because it does, everything does channel and as a vibration. So if I do switch back and forth in this regards, it means similar thing. Um, if we talk about it separately, I can, I can explain the difference, but yeah. So here's a really good example. Have you ever gone to like a haunted house or a house that feels really freaking freaky yeah. and you're like, you kind of freeze up and your body kind of like tenses and your heart kind of shuts down a little bit and you kind of get these like uncomfortable, like your hair sticks up, you get the goosebumps, but in a bad way. Yeah. Right. And then have you ever gone to like a beautiful sacred place or even just like a, uh, like a, yeah, a sacred place. Or if you're in meditation and you travel somewhere and your whole body like opens up and you feel lighter. And the tingling sensation feels good, like you're getting a massage or an energy healing. And you're just filled with so much love and serenity and just like interconnectedness. That I think is a really good example of you're experiencing different dimensions of consciousness there. That's good. Yeah. It's really just like a knowing, like you have to really be in your body and in tune with like your feelings and trusting what you were feeling, right? Absolutely. That's yeah, awesome. that's, that's a really, I love that you said that you, you have, it's, it's, it's a knowing and you have to be in tune in your body that yeah. like, that's key because yeah. a lot of times when people want to develop their channel or they want to experience a higher dimensional existence or they want to transcend or whatever you want to call it, they, they kind of astral project or leave their body. Mm-hmm. But what happens is, is that's actually counterintuitive. If you're trying to deepen your channel or you're trying to experience a higher dimension or, you know, practice ascension or whatever, you actually need to be very grounded. You yeah. need to be in your being. Otherwise you're not going to have that cellular and energetic shift happen within you. You'll just be outside of your body. And then when you come back into your body, you leave it up there because you didn't have any roots or any cords keeping you to your physical being, allowing that to integrate. And yeah. so it's like the number one thing I teach in channeling is ground. <laughs> Learn yes. how to ground. Always ground first. Be in your body because that's how you're going to experience it. Wow. Yeah, that's so funny. I was totally going to ask you about that because I actually find sometimes I struggle with paying attention to like anything because I just kind of conceptualize like this is what was happening that I'm my I'm physically here but my presence is like across the street and I'm not I'm not in my body all the time so and then when I started understanding like dimensions and all that stuff I'm like oh shit I'm just like out of body but I don't mean to be (laughs) I'm just traveling all over the place (laughs) (laughs) yes and there's a place for it and I think when people are developing the channels and or just deepening their deeper their their connection with their mm, higher dimensional body it's a kind of a part of the process to be in that state of experiencing what it feels like to astral project or to you know have your consciousness over there while your physical body's over here because without that experience you won't know that there's a sep- there's two separate like there's separate aspects of self right you know and right. so yeah it's like yeah it might not be what you want to be, you know, it might not be like your end result, but I think it's a really essential part of your development is knowing that you actually have that ability to do that. And then your next step is, okay, now how do I ground and bring that consciousness from over there right here? Mm, I love that. Then we're not like judging ourselves, like, oh, dang it, I'm doing it wrong or whatever. You're just learning from what's happening and taking the lessons and pushing forward. 
Yes, exactly. It's essential. Like you have to have those steps. Just like like you just have to mess up, <laughs> and it's not yeah. really messing up. I think it, it really is a sign of your crown opening and your astral body getting its two legs, <laughs> yeah. whatever, however you want to call it. <laughs> right. You need to leash it. <laughs> it's, it's wings. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's cool. All right. So. I really wanted to dive in in this episode on how to, like, how we can actually navigate between dimensions because I'm the type who's like, I'm going to research this and learn about it. And I'm like, okay, I'm learning about, you know, 3D and 4D and like 5D and everyone's talking about it. Like, what does it mean? So um, I'd love to get your take. We can kind of bounce back and forth. Like, what's 3D, 4D, 5 and then move into that and just go with wherever it takes us. That is an excellent question. I am so glad we're talking about this because I hear about that all the time. Like I'm, we're in the 5D or or we're about to transcend to the 5D. And I think some people take it maybe too literal. Mm -hmm. Um, And I wouldn't say it's a metaphor. And when I was talking to someone about this, that was very logical. They're like, oh, it's a metaphor. And I'm like, no, no, it's not a metaphor. You are experiencing this your physical body is not going to change form though, you know? So mm-hmm. that is, so what they say, what that, that, that theory is or that thought is of transcending to the fourth or fifth dimension is not expecting your physical body. And I know it, it sounds funny talk, saying that now, but you'd be surprised that, that like, I think I, there are people that do believe that like, all right, 2021 is going to hit and we're all going to transcend into the fifth dimension and our bodies are going to be useless. Like it's, it's not going to happen. Um, we're meant to have this human experience and experience through the, the third dimension. Now what it means to go into these higher dimensions of this fourth dimension or this fifth dimension is actually a, a state of consciousness and it is releasing time as an expectation. Mm-hmm. So Third dimension is all the three-dimensional problems you think of. So it's like time and ego and usually the lower vibrational thoughts and fear and survival mode. Like that's all more three-dimensional. It's not bad. You know, Mm -hmm. we need that to exist in this three-dimensional world, which we're never going to leave until we die. (laughs) So all of those things are necessary. But for us to live a more conscious life and to really step into our purpose and to step into our soul's vibration and really own our essence – we have to exist beyond just the third dimension, just this, this place of ego and fear and three-dimensional issues and problems. It's getting into a space that's more expansive, where we're more interconnected, where you're able to tap in and connect with and channel energies and information and beings that are beyond yourself so that you're able to own your soul because your soul's not three-dimensional. It never was. And so when you stay in your third dimension, you're unable to access the consciousness or the vibration of your soul. So that's what they mean by raising the vibration and moving into this higher dimensional existence is when you're in the fifth dimension, you're in your fifth dimensional consciousness. You're in the fifth dimensional ability of thinking, of being, of healing, where there's no time and space. So if you receive energy healing from somebody in I don't know, Russia, <laughs> right here, here in California, you know, you're going to have the, that is fifth dimensional. There's no time mm. and space holding that. They mm. could be doing it at three in the morning recorded and you can experience it at 10 at night and you're receiving that energy. That's not three dimensional. You are working with and receiving 
higher dimensional energy. Wow. And that, like that, I know it's amazing, right? But that's how energy work, works. Right. That's how it exists. And so it really is this, this positioning of understanding that you are multidimensional, that you exist in all of these different realms and that none of them are better than the other. You know, maybe your consciousness in the fifth dimension seems nicer and clearer and more connected and, and like all that you want to be, but it's not better than the third dimension. Right. You, you need that. You need that. It's important to keep you alive here in this physical body in this lifetime. It's just, you want to, to be in that higher state of like the higher dimensional state is to be entirely mindful to know when to be aware of your triggers, of your emotional baseline, of your, your thought patterns, of your old conditionings, and to have that greater sense of awareness beyond the third dimensional ties of time. Right. See it from a higher picture and move past it. Ooh. You know? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, my kind of understanding of how I've been putting together is like, all right, 3D is like also – pre-awakening kind of like when you're on totally. you're on autopilot um just going with the motions like not it's not bad or anything because you have no awareness beyond that um and then 4d is like you're experiencing your awakening you're becoming aware of your multi-dimensionality and then 5d is like all right i'm embodied in this mm-hmm. um do you believe that someone can be three in the 3d and still be aware of their multidimensionality? Yeah, so that's a, that's a really good question. I think there is a place that is asleep, that is within the third dimension, but just because you're in the third dimension doesn't mean you're asleep. Right. Does that right. make sense? Yeah. And so that was, I, I love the way you put that. And I actually, I'm going to explain a little bit deeper using some psychology to explain. Ooh. Yeah, <laughs> explaining how the three-dimensional works and the autopilot you're talking about. Yeah. That's your basal ganglia. That's how your how your ego even exists. I know they're different parts, you know, they're, they're different aspects of self, but both those are important. So like, okay, so the ego, how it exists is it puts everything in boxes of what you've experienced before and so that you're able to work less when you're thinking because you're like, oh, I've experienced that before, put it into that box because that's what it is. And so it has its positives and its negatives. It's negative, it's positive side is what I'm going to talk about is you're not able to work less every time you experience something because you're like, you don't have to go, oh, that, what's that? That's new. What is it? Where's it coming from? How is it going to make me feel? What's going to happen if I do this, right? It's like, how long does that take? <laughs> every right. single time you interact with literally anything. So our ego has, it, it's like a shortcut. And so we automatically put things in boxes like, oh, okay, that is a pencil sharpener. That is a water bottle, whatever it is. And so we don't have to think about it. We can just keep moving forward. So that's an important aspect of the third dimension Mm. that allows us to actually keep moving. And that's a really great part of the ego that keeps us, um, keeping us from just like, keep learning the same thing over and over and over. Another really great part of the ego is it keeps us safe. And, And so the ego is not bad. It's just our relationship with it. And that's where I think that like, it's the balancing and it's being that multidimensional. It's not just being out, but allowing ourselves to be within and change our relationship with it and deepen our awareness of it and, and expand on it. Um, <clears throat> so that's one aspect. And then the basal ganglia. Okay. So that's our basically our autopilot. Again, again, the basal ganglia, it's a part basal of our brain ganglia. that just 
where we go in autopilot. Like it's where like you'll you'll maybe be making food and then you tap back in and you're like, hmm, I don't remember making that at all. <laughs> or like when you're driving. Exactly. And you're like, that's freaky. <laughs> that's you tapping into your basal ganglia because if we were to always be on it and conscious and doing all the things, it would be a lot of energy, a lot of work for our brain to constantly be like hyper focused and aware. So when we tap into that. And when we are, we go into that mode of this autopilot, it gives us kind of a break. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, I already know what we're doing. We're going to let that keep going. And then we're going to move forward. And so there's an aspect of that, that yes, in some ways can be when you're, when you're asleep and not aware yeah. that it can be detrimental, but in other ways, it's, it's kind of nice that we have that function as humans to be able to tap out when things aren't as important. It's again, it's that deeper mindfulness and awareness and allowing ourselves to be present as much as possible. Like, right. I don't think it's entirely a bad thing, but it's great when we're able to be mindful and aware. Yeah. Too, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad we're having this conversation because it's really, it's helping me like, you know, on like peel off the layers of like judgment and just seeing things for what they are. Cause I think, our human instinct is like, oh, that's good, that's bad, that's good, that's bad, that's positive, that's negative, that's low vibe, that's high vibe, blah, 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 blah. So <laughs> I like this. Yeah. <laughs> just lets it be. It, and, and that is a higher dimensional consciousness, mm-hmm. letting things just be. Because the ego, again, like we talked about, is in the third dimension. Is all, it's our three-dimensional like survival mode. It's our primal like way of being. That is what has judgment, that gives judgment, and what identifies things as good or bad or honestly, it's just the judger. <laughs> you know, it's like right. that's what puts things into boxes. So we're gonna put it in the good box or the bad box. And so when you are experiencing or existing on a higher dimensional consciousness, you're free of that. Right. You know, like you're free of that judgment, you're free of that, of that saying well, that's bad. That's good. I can't do that. I have to do this. And then you just see that without that limitation of boundaries or time and space, you just see that everything just is, Right. you know, everything just is. And there's a reason that it's there. And for whatever that reason is, it just is. Right. <laughs> and it yeah. kind of gets this point of like, you just become like a, like a Zen Buddhist monk. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. That's so funny. Cause I actually had quite a psychedelic trip. Um, earlier this year and the one thing that kept coming through I was like nothing Matt like none of this Matt like it just it is what it is like (laughs) that's so interesting fully tapped into that higher (laughs) dimension (laughs) yes I was there (laughs) sent a postcard to myself um so okay what was I gonna ask I wanted to ask about okay so do you feel that okay if someone is like simply being aware that they're higher vibrations like 5d and 4d to and beyond that to um feel into and to embody do you feel like just the awareness of it is a, enough to just start getting there is are there like three steps you need to take to start being 5d or like what do you think about that that's a, what a good question that is so good and anyone that's listening to this it's already an indicator that you're vibrating at the frequency of this higher dimension. Otherwise you wouldn't even be here. So let that be put any fear to rest or any like weird expectations that your ego set for you of what you need to do. Just the fact that you are here, you are drawn to this, you've been seeing this means that you're already on the trajectory of becoming a higher dimensional conscious being. Mm. And you probably already experienced it, you know, in some capacity. And it's really just leading into it 
releasing those expectations, releasing that judgment, releasing that, that three-dimensional idea of, I need to get this done in this amount of time, or I need to figure this out now, or whatever, just letting it be. Allow yourself to just enjoy. Yes. Enjoy the ride. You're yes. here to play, to experience, to explore, and to, to be on a on a journey, you know, and not just to figure things out and have things ready, ready when you find out about them. Just release all of the expectations and judgments and comparison. And the fact that you are here means that you are exactly where you're supposed to be. Ooh, I'm getting chills. <laughs> I love that. Yes. I, that's so funny because a lot of times when I am like, I am going to call in my higher self and like ask for her guidance. And sometimes she'll just be like, you're already doing it. Like, just be. And I'm just like, is this a cop out? Like, is that my ego <laughs> dropping in or is this really you? <laughs> but yeah. I love this. Is this a cap out? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay. So yeah, one of the next questions I was going to ask was like, how do you know when you're shifting into a vibration and is it important to be consistently aware of your vibration? I guess that question still like, is it important to be aware like, okay, I'm, I'm on this vibration right now. Or do you think? Um, yes. <clears throat> yes and no. So yes, as in a yes, a hundred percent. Yes. But Typically, when people hear that, they automatically go into hyper mode and try to create a new habit that is so far out of their reality that they set themselves up for failure, that they actually put themselves more into a lower vibrational consciousness just by the fact that they're not able to accomplish this thing. Right. <laughs> and so that's why I say that no, yeah. it's something to work up to. Yeah. You know, we're not just going to become 100% mindful at every second of every day by tomorrow. You know, it's something to slowly start integrating in your life that it just becomes natural. Like now I've been doing this for, I don't know, over a decade that it's just a norm for me to feel my energy, to feel people's energy, to allow myself to move back in because I've been doing it for so long continuously. But if somebody just started this, even just last year, to have that expectation to be where someone's been for the last decade, it's, it's your ego saying and comparing, saying, yeah. I need to be there. I should be there. I should be aware. I should, you know, all these should, 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 these judgments. And so, yes, absolutely. It's great to be aware. No, <laughs> don't try to make that your new life right now. Let's start adding and implementing small little things for you to start making that your new reality, your yeah. new baseline. Um, so some good ways, I'm just going to share some good ways to just start that process is Set every single morning, if you're not already doing this, let that be your time to tap into your energy and just notice how you're feeling. No judgment, just notice. Oh, I'm feeling a little resentment. Why? Oh, from this, what this person said last night. Okay, cool. I'm not judging you. That's fine. Have that thought. Have that feeling. Next, oh, I feel like I have this tension in my knee. I'm not, I'm not judging it. I didn't push myself too hard working out or whatever. You know what I mean? Just be aware of these little things within your being. Because the more you can come aware within your being, what's going on, what you're feeling, what you're experiencing, the more you're going to be aware of the energy around you. Because everything you experience is a reflection of what's happening within. So to be a master of energy and to be absolutely connected and aware of everything going on around you is really being a master of your own energy, Mm. your own experience, your own consciousness. And so if you have already that, that practice in the morning, if meditating is happening in, add a practice at night. If you already have both, both of those, add a timer or an alarm in the middle of your day that makes you stop, breathe, and tap back in. 
to, to tap in. What am I feeling physically, mentally, emotionally, energetically, you know, yeah. and just start making that, that little, that little slight edge, you know, yeah, little habits to make it more and more and more of the way you just exist. Because right. mindfulness is something, once you practice it, it's not something you need to actively practice. It's just something that happens in the way you just are, you know? Right. Yeah. I like that. It's like you have to reprogram and repattern yourself. Sometimes the way I feel like we talk about ourselves, like we're robots, but I mean, <laughs> it is what it is. <laughs> Got to reprogram yourself and <laughs> take small steps if you need to. And yeah, not having that judgment. That's huge. I feel like that's been like my biggest, one of the biggest lessons of 2019. Stop judging myself. Stop pressuring myself. And most importantly, stop caring what other people think. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> yeah, judgment's been a, a big one for me too. And it's just p- peeling layers, <laughs> peeling layers. As, man, I wrote down my judgments and I'm like, wow, I'm like so judgmental to myself. I'm not going to judge myself for that, but Jesus. <laughs> you know, we're still yeah. human having this human experience. And the more honest we can be and vulnerable and authentic with our experience, the more we're actually going to allow ourselves to be free of those resistance to actually tap into and receive what it is we want. Yes. And I think when we stop judging ourselves first, we'll probably stop judging others also. Oh, 100%. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. 100%. Again, everything's a projection. What we're yeah. experiencing around us is really just an experience of within. And, and yeah. also, we'll stop feel- – what you said about other people, mm-hmm. when we stop judging ourselves, we stop projecting – our fears and insecurities on other people thinking they're thinking that about us. Oh my God. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Yes. I was journaling the other day and I was kind of like in a a channeling mode and something was coming through, like how the root of all my problems is that you care too much of what other people think. And then something was coming through about like all of our thoughts are, are interconnected and just, Mm -hmm. we're just reflecting back and forth on each other. So if you just stop caring about what other people think and you make that choice, then you just get to be of service instead of, you know, trying to please people or I don't know. I'm out of words, but yeah. No. Yeah. (laughs) And 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 it's also just the aspect of, it is this aspect of fully accepting yourself because if we are, if we are still afraid what other people think and what other people are going to respond or what they're going to say, that voice is just the inner voice. It's what's going on within yeah. And that's never going to go away until you heal that voice within and you fully accept and love who you are for every bit of you, mm. what your gifts are, what your purpose is, you believing in it fully, yeah. you know, because if you think about it, if you think about, if you write out all of the fears that you think that you're afraid other people are going to say or believe or whatever, all the things you will see those are the exact thoughts that you already had in the back of your head telling you, speaking to you, um, trying to convince you not to show up. Right. And a lot of time you'll look at you like, when has anyone ever said that to you? (laughs) Exactly. Why do you think that? (laughs) Or sometimes it does happen and they do say the thing that you fear and then you're like, oh, that wasn't so bad. I'm fine. (laughs) Yeah. It's like I go, did I create that? Did I turn that in? Yeah, I had this thing about writing. So I'm dyslexic and um, been a struggle of mine growing up, grade school, college, always. And so when I first moved 
online, move my business online, uh, there's a ton of writing all the time. And I was always so scared. I was like hyper aware of spelling errors and grammar and like all these things that don't matter. And I would obviously like all humans slip up and mess up on like a post or I don't know, on this thing or whatever. And I'm not kidding you. I had so many people correct me, like in comments, in my DMs, over email. (laughs) I'm like, why do you care? (laughs) But it's because I was attracting that because I tell people and they're like, no one does that. And I'm like, (laughs) (laughs) and it's because that was like my biggest insecurity that I called it in. (laughs) Whoa. Do you find that it still happens or have you kind of like... Um, it ha not really anymore. I, it happened kind of recently, but I was just like, I don't care. I'm a human and you yeah. can fuck up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And also, why do you care? Oh, actually the last time someone said it, I was like, Hey, thank you. But did you, did you actually resonate <laughs> with what I said? Because that's the point. <laughs> right. <laughs> it oh was pretty gosh. funny. So I didn't get anything after that one. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's so interesting. I know. That was basically me going, hey, universe, I'm no longer accepting this. Thank (laughs) you. (laughs) Thanks for the message. Been received. We're moving on. (sighs) Okay. Yeah, I kind of want to switch planes, (laughs) quite literally. Um, I want to kind of talk about the astral plane um, a little bit. So is that, from my research, is that – like 40 is 40 the astral plane is that the same thing or is that completely two different things you know that's a good question and i'm not entirely sure because the way i've always experienced the astral plane is multi-dimensional that was where i would go out of my body and go travel anywhere and i found myself um i found myself in 5d in 4d in 12d you know just like anywhere and everywhere and so I don't know other people's answers on that, but my personal experience is the astral world for me and what I consider it is the existence of my consciousness and my soul beyond my physical body and where I travel. So it's like Mm -hmm. this like expansive place that could be right here, right now. Right. But we're experiencing it totally different. Right. Or it could be somewhere not on this planet. It could be somewhere on this planet thousands of years ago. It could be you know, just yeah. anywhere yeah. at any time. My mind is like, whoa. I know, right? Yeah. So when you said that, my, me too, my brain was like, <laughs> like my, my human self was like time and space. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> Cannot compute. Um, yeah. Um, okay. Because, yeah. So, okay, let me get my thoughts. So the astral plane is kind of like where you, you can visit that when you are sleeping. You can visit that in meditation and I'm guessing you could probably visit it when you're awake and like daydreaming. Yeah. Yeah. And the more you practice and, and make that just like a, a, a practice of your energy and your soul, you can do it. I mean, that's how I'm able to go to people's like go to people and do energy work on them is yeah. I astral project to them and do work on them, mm-hmm. you know? And so it's, it becomes a way of existing. You know, so it, yeah, it started when I was younger in my dreams or, um, yeah, when I, in my dreams, it happened a lot, which is like kind of, it kind of freaked me out. I would try to like change positions because I'm like, I don't want to leave my body. I'm going to lay on my stomach. <laughs> I just didn't get it, you know, and I was so scared. Like, because there's all these fears around like, oh, well, if you don't have your cord, you're not going to come back or, you know, the things. And there I can tell you like now. too. 
Oh, was there? Oh, geez, it's probably where it started. I don't know. <laughs> but I remember trying to do research on my experience when I was younger. Like, why am I going to this place or this happening? And they're like, you're actually projecting. Be careful. You're going to die if you don't get a cord. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> like 10 years old, like laying on my stomach, free, fearing at least my body. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, like you, just, you know, you just don't know. <laughs> yeah. But now it's like so normal to me. And I just wish that I could change that story for other people of don't be scared. Don't be scared. <laughs> yeah. You're okay. It's not this like weird ethereal place that's going to like, you're going to be in danger or you're going to like meet demons that are going to try to have sex with you. Like all the weird shit I read, I'm, I'm telling you, it, it totally freaked <laughs> me out. Yeah. But I can tell you, I've never experienced that in my many, 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 many years of doing it. So you're okay. safe. <laughs> that's interesting. Like how you brought it, like, oh, I wish I could reframe that as a child because I feel like most children I, I don't know i can't speak for all children but i'm just gonna say this most children are like you know astral projecting like it's nothing and then we're not really conscious of it like for me i'm like oh yeah i just started doing this but then i remember actually i had like a random memory when i was little and before i would go to bed i would like tell my mom like i'm gonna go to this place in my sleep i'm just gonna think about it right now and then when i go to sleep i'm going there and it was just like okay whatever you say but like that was like a, a thing i would do but then you, you kind of like disconnect from that in that time period well I did at least um well you were like in it for like ever <laughs> it felt like a nightmare so it sounds like yours is more pleasant <laughs> yeah and then when I got older and it would start happening I was having sleep paralysis and I would wake up and I'm like stuck in my body and I would hear like I would hear like growling and whispers and scratching and voices and it was so scary and then it got to a point where I kind of like I was like, wait, I can control this. And I'm like, I'm going to put on my favorite song. And I would just like make the environment comfortable. And then it got enjoyable. And then as soon as it got enjoyable, it stopped happening. <laughs> the universe yeah. was like, that's enough. You know, and that's that, and not to freak anyone out, but that is what it feels like when you tap into lower vibrational frequencies. Yeah. Um, which, as you could tell in these two stories, that was something that was my continuous life when I was younger, is I was kind of stuck in this lower vibrational place, yeah. um, where you were like, I'm just going to travel to great places. <laughs> and, and, it, and that's the kind of the point of, of, of mastering your energy and mastering your vibrational frequency, because when we are experiencing these lower vibrational frequencies, like fear and like shame or blame or resentment, that's a vibration. And that's going to attract what's around you, what comes to you. And so mm -hmm. if you are spiritually gifted and you are going to sleep, you will astral project and you will end up attracting this energy back. And I don't mean to freak anyone out, but it's a really good awareness to have. And yeah. it's a really good place to be like, oh, okay, well, what can I do now to raise my vibration? Right. What can I do to help myself? And it's so simple. You could start with just writing a list of things you're grateful for and not just writing it, but feeling it because it's not yeah. about the words of anything it's about your emotion because that's how our physical body experiences different consciousness different mm -hmm. dimensions different vibrations it's all about feeling yeah yeah mm -hmm. and so it's it, mind-blowing that we live in i mean it's gotten a lot better but we live in a society that kind of shames emotions but emotions is how you're able to really transcend and travel through dimensions right you know like that's mind-blowing. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. I'm just thinking, like, I have so many 
like dream experiences where I know I've actually like traveled to other dimensions. But I'm like, oh, that was just a dream. Like this could be a whole other podcast where we talk about what goes on in the astral mm-hmm. plane. But I, yeah, I wish I just want to say I wish I knew you before because I spent years like I would have that experience. I wake up and I hear the voices. And I was just scared. It was just fear, and that's all I felt was fear. And as soon as I felt good, it was like, all right, bye. Um, but then the other night, earlier this week, actually, it happened. I had sleep paralysis. And then I kind of was conscious of what was going on. And I saw like a, a shadow of a fairy in my room. I was like, oh, I'm going to follow the fairy. And I was like <laughs> starting to get up. And my cat came in and he like growled at me like, get your ass back down. <laughs> you you're not ready for this astral plane. And I was like, okay. And I didn't, I didn't go. But I was like, dang it, I want to like, I've never like, I don't think I've ever, well, I have, but not intentionally left Con- my body. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You've like consciously <sighs> been like, present with you through that right oh (laughs) yeah I think he he must have been protecting me I don't know but that was yeah (laughs) yeah I yes animals are you know they just notice things (laughs) yes they are multi-dimensional they're like the epitome of being Mm multi-dimensional can only imagine how stressful I know. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. I, I, I'm really glad that this information and there are so many leaders out there that are talking about this and that do have resources because it's true when you're in it, it's, it can be really scary and like unsettling. And I mean, for me, it caused a lot of PTSD because it's, you know, it's, it's really traumatizing to like feel like you don't know if you're safe. Right. (laughs) And, and also feel like you have no control over it because it's not physical. And so it's, and so it's just nice that this podcast exists, you know, and that these other resources exist and that there are people out there talking about it openly and not afraid they're going to get burned for it. You know, like this just makes, it's just such a, it's an honor to like be alive right now. Yes. Yes. And to, you know, you get to be like a way shower through this. So that's awesome. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. So with all of this information we have now given people, um, how can we remain grounded with this knowing? Like how can we be embodied? Yeah. Yes. So number one is actually do grounding practices. That's essential. Like I said, it's the number one thing I teach my students when I teach them channeling is that's the first thing we do is ground. <laughs> you are going to become an expert at grounding. So that's number one. Number two is self-compassion and gentleness. Because you're, if you're trying to make it to the fifth dimension based off of the vibration of your ego, you're not going to make it. And it's also going to feel terrible. You know, because you're, it's the ego that sets expectations. It's the ego that says, I need this. I should be there. I should do that. I should have already, you know. And so you're just keeping yourself stuck when you put those on. So when you come with compassion and an open heart and gentleness and, and like genuine, and I mean it when I say gentleness, yeah. and that could look like two minutes of meditation a day. That could look like doing meta meditation. It could look like just sending well wishes and, and, and wishing that wishing yourself free of anxiety or, or shame or blame, or just taking a freaking bath, like whatever it mm-hmm. is, just is, is being as gentle as possible in your life. Because I was going to say in this process, but it's really just in your life because this is a never ending process, right. which is also a big ego fuck. Cause your ego is like, well, where's the deadline? When am I going to get there? I want to be fifth dimensional in 2020, you know? <laughs> yes. That's such good advice. And do you feel it's also 
I remember we kind of talked about like, no matter how ascended you get or, you know, enlightened you are, you are going to be moving through 3D, 4D, 5D, whatever else at all times. You are all of that at once. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. That reminder, like, be gentle with yourself. You're experiencing it all. You're meant to. And, and, you know, I don't know if, if anyone listening is aware of the emotional chart of like the vibrational frequencies of emotions. Mm-mm. Well, I'll send it to you. Like, maybe put it on this podcast. Yeah, <laughs> I'll, I, I think I have it on here somewhere, but I'll send it to you. But essentially, we have this range of emotions because we're meant to experience all of them. Mm-hmm. And same goes for being a human. We have these different aspects of self, these different layers of self, physical, mental, emotional, spiritual, and many, many more. And we're meant to ex- be in them all. We're meant to experience and live in the 3D, the 5D, the 10D, 12D, you know, depending on what your, your track looks like. But we are, we're meant to experience all of them. And I think knowing that already offers up this sense of gentleness and compassion because you're never, ever, ever going to be free of shame. Right. You're never, ever, ever going to be free of fear, mm-hmm. of hate. You know, like you're a human and you're meant to experience them all because emotions aren't bad. Yeah. They're teachers. They're uncomfortable. Mm. Yes. But they're all teachers and we're not meant to be free of them. Preach. (laughs) We never want to get stuck. (laughs) Right. Why don't they teach us in school? That's like the one thing that's like, why why isn't this part of the curriculum? Why did I have to learn the Pythagorean theorem? <laughs> you know, I think that very often I'm like, this is like basic human needs. Why yeah. isn't this taught in school? <laughs> yeah, my kids, we're learning this. We are learning this. <laughs> yes, preschool. You're gonna learn about emotions. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right, so we are getting ready to close out 2019 and head into 2020. What do you kind of feel? that we can like we are shifting into like how can we collectively pre- prepare because i feel like there's a huge surge in consciousness going on right now Ooh, yeah i'm just gonna leave it there <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wait, what's next what do we do yes as a channel <laughs> i've been picking up on this for a bit now and the reason being is some leaders have already shifted into this consciousness um while other leaders are going to when it hits you know it's just kind of a range just because the yeah. marked happens doesn't mean that like everyone's at that moment it's kind of a spectrum and so here's what i can share with you this year is massive what you're feeling is 100 this is a huge shift in consciousness because a lot of people are not just waking up but they're waking up to their soul's mission they're waking up to their bigger purpose like why they're really here who they are in their soul beyond their physical experience and it's great it all plays into this conversation of this multidimensional aspect of self, that's what's happening in 2020. And so no matter where you are on your awakening journey, whether it be six months or 20 years, there's a shift happening of how you are meant to be showing up. And so a lot of leaders, and Christina, you're a great example of that, whether they're already out there or they haven't quite stepped out yet, their roles are shifting. And they're, they're transcending to this next level to bring this next, con- this, nev- this next wave of consciousness up to help kind of propel humanity even further, right. you know? So yeah. leaders out there that were already doing spiritual work, they found that their purpose has shifted and they're kind of putting to rest what was and opening up what's new. 
Same with people that are just waking up or kind of had an inkling. They're kind of putting to rest that phase and they're opening up this next chapter of, oh, I'm meant to be doing something bigger. I have a mission here I'm supposed to lead. I'm supposed to be helping people, raising the vibration of the planet, doing this, 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 or that. And that's what 2020 is. It's so exciting because that means something massive is about to happen. (laughs) That we need so many people awake and stepping up into a leader role. Like, think about that. (laughs) That's incredible. Yes, that's so beautiful. Yeah. I feel like, yeah, we're stepping into this space where we all get to lead each other. Mm -hmm. And the big part is collaboration. Yeah. That's another thing is for – what felt like the energy of last year is everyone was kind of doing their own thing and building stuff up and like going through their own process in what feels like the shift in 2020 is now people are coming together. Yes. Now people are working together, joining their, their gifts, joining their forces, uh, joining their missions to create something bigger. It's like we're stepping out of ego or stepping out of the third dimensional way of existing and leading and, and running business and we're moving into this, higher consciousness, fifth dimensional way of running a business where it's not about comparison or competition or you do your thing, I'll do mine. It's like, how can we complement each other? How can your gifts and my gifts create something massive and make massive shifts? And that I think is one of the most beautiful parts of 2020's energy is we're coming together. We're, we're, We're collecting, we're, we're blending energy in a new way. Yeah. We don't have to do this on our own. And yeah, I'm already just like envisioning like how much with more people aware, like, like, you you know, we have these people we put on a pedestal, like, oh, they have all the answers. Like, let's just look at them. But imagine if everybody was embodying this. Mm -hmm. Yeah, real soon. (laughs) Yes, I'm ready. Yeah. And I'm, it, you're, you're holding, mastermind, right? You're doing a mastermind? I'm doing, um, I mean, eventually I'm going to do a mastermind, but, um. For right now, I'm doing a six-week program. Okay. okay, the Awaken Your Light, yes. which is also, again, of course you channel that in for this because that's exactly what's going on right here, right now. <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. Feeling it. Well, this has been so beautiful, so good. I know like, we don't have to touch good or bad, but this is really good. <laughs> <laughs> it was great. It was amazing. <laughs> this met all of my expectations. <laughs> yes. My ego is content. <laughs> so what? Let's let the people know what do you have going on right now? I know you have like an exciting challenge, Gosh, and programs. Yeah. Like, tell us about it. All of the things again. Yes. Like, this has been a really big year that uh, the guides have been just been pulling things through me of like they need this and they need this and they need that. So yeah, I'm doing a challenge to help guide people to more clarity on what their 2020 vision is. It's called Vision 2020 because people have this feeling that 2020 is going to be big, but they may not have total clarity on what that's going to look like and what their, what their purpose is, what, how they're meant to really be shifting and stepping in. So this is a free five-day challenge. It starts January 6th. Um, that's coming out. And then I have a ceremony masterclass because, mm-hmm. again, we're closing a chapter and we're stepping into something massive and ceremony is the best way to mark transition and make it official. So we don't step back into old maze and spiral and stay stuck. It's honestly essential that everyone that has this feeling that 2020 is going to be big has a ceremony. Mm-hmm. And so we'll be teaching how it's called ceremony for soul's mission. And we're going to be teaching how to blend psychology and neuroscience with spirituality to make an impactful ceremony and actually create transition from 20, 
2019 to 2020. So you're actually stepping into who it is you're meant to be in this coming chapter in this next phase. Wow. Sign me up. I'm already <laughs> signed up for the, the vision 2020, but sign me up for that. I'm about to sign up right after this and we're <laughs> yeah, going to drop the link because I know you guys are like, sign me up too. <laughs> that sounds awesome. And then my programs, the final thing it's for, it's for leaders or for empaths stepping up that know that they're here to be doing something more. They know that they have gifts, they know they have a purpose, but they're not quite clear on what that is. This is my mentorship program. This will be the eighth time that I run it. It's again, a combination of science and mindfulness and psychology and neuroscience and energy work to help people really clear back the layers, really identify who they are, tap into the soul's vibration and actually give them the tools and the practicum to tap back into that at any time. Because yeah. that's what it's, that's what it means to really be embodied in your purpose. It's not just knowing the information, it's being it. Yeah. And when we're in that vibrational state, that's when we're able to actually channel what comes through. And I, I know you talk about this too, of like be in that space, let it flow through you. Well, the problem is people have stories and limitations and these energy blocks and all of this that keep, that builds up resistance that it's hard for them to actually get into that position. And so yeah. this program basically just helps reprogram their entire life. <laughs> Basically, so that they're able to do that, tap into that, gain clarity on their gifts, who they are, their purpose, and actualize it, like be it and live it out. That is beautiful. Yeah, I love it. So <laughs> Can't get over it. Oh my gosh. Yeah, so we're going to drop all the links to all that good <laughs> yeah. stuff. You have to experience Ashley if you have not before. I'm sure you can tell already just by listening to this podcast. So thank you, Ashley, <laughs> so much for being here again. Thank you. I just, it's such an honor to be on here again. It's always a great time just going down the rabbit hole with you. So yes. thanks for inviting me. Of course. All right, girl. Bye. Bye. <laughs> All right, you guys. How amazing is Ashley? I swear. I just love talking to her and being in her energy because she never fails to one make me laugh as you can tell it's like one long giggle fest and two blow my mind like every conversation where we go down the rabbit hole it's so much fun so I'm so excited that I was able to share it with you guys um I did want to mention one final thing before we close things out about my container awaken your light because in the last podcast episode I announced it as a six-month mastermind and some things have shifted since that episode, and I I always like to invite you guys to explore this freedom to allow things to shift and evolve and to not be ashamed of it or to not block the um, transformations that are coming through. So I say that to say this, Awaken Your Light, I felt into it, and it felt like it would better serve you as a six-week container to begin with. The six-month container is absolutely coming, but I really feel as we are entering this surge of consciousness and this paradigm shift that we are entering in the new year, it's really important, like Ashley said, to give ourselves grace, to have compassion, and to allow ourselves to take baby steps if we need to. We can totally, you know ballet glide into um, ascension or into enlightenment or take baby steps rather than having to take that full-on giant leap. So this container has shape-shifted into a six-week experience where we will actually be journeying with the Awaken Your Light flower essence for 
six weeks together. So we will be creating new patterns in your life, in the way that you approach your daily routines so that you can start to live from a place where you feel safe to one, be in your body, to two, trust yourself, and to three, create the life that you have always desired. It is so safe for you to do this. It is beyond, you are beyond ready for the ability to do this. And it starts here. It starts with your level of self-connection, self-commitment, and self-care. So Awaken Your Light, we will be journeying through different intentions. Each week, we will have a focus so we can start creating that pattern where you know you live with intention and, and embody everything that you do. In addition to taking the essence, we will have journal prompts to flow through, meditations, activations, everything to really help you embodying everything that is shifting during our six weeks together. We will have live um, Zoom calls where we can connect and reflect. We'll have a private online community, all that fun stuff. So you never have to feel alone in the awakening of you. It is a really beautiful container that I am so excited to be offering. And yeah, we start on January 12th. So if you are feeling called, doors for this close on January 3rd just so I can have enough time to make sure everyone gets their essence set to them before we dive in. And yeah, if you are feeling called, I will drop the link to this in the show notes, as well as information on how to get into Ashley's world as well, because I'm telling you, it is a party over there and she has so much amazing stuff to offer. So make sure you take a look at the show notes. And yeah, thanks for tuning in with me today. I it has been such a joy to do these podcasts. I kind of, I have a feeling this is going to be my last podcast of the year. So I'm going to say my, my farewell for 2019. Um, so much love for, with you guys for showing up and like wanting to hear me talk. Like that is still mind blowing to me to this day. And I am so grateful for you for allowing not only me to feel seen, heard, and understood, but for allowing me to create the space for you to feel the same as well, because we are all reflecting each other um, in this beautiful dynamic we have. So thank you to all the listeners of The Feminine Flow, and I'm sending you so much love for the new year ahead. Um, Yeah, see you beauties next year.